Hello, my name is Reverend Casey Carbone, and you're listening to a sermon provided by the First Presbyterian Church at Mayopac. We are currently worshiping on Sundays at 10 a.m., both on Facebook Live and YouTube Live. We hope that this message provides you with a source of encouragement and allows you to grow more deeply in your faith as we all continue to seek to be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ. This evening, we have heard the unfolding story of love that we uphold this Christmas. We have heard the words of the prophet Isaiah, who proclaimed that a new way of peace is coming. We hear the words of the angel who spoke to Mary, precious Mary, who certainly knew, certainly knew what role her child would play in this story of God's unfolding salvation. And we hear the tale of Mary and Joseph who traveled to Bethlehem. And of the angels who appeared to the poor shepherds in the fields with their songs of praise. And lastly, we hear words that come from John's gospel, who reminds us that we gather this evening to celebrate the light, the holy life-giving light that entered into our world this Christmas Eve. The story of Christmas, the story of the birth of Christ, is one that is so relevant for us. It's so relevant for us today. For there are still King Herods, there are still Herods out there, and there are still Pontius Pilate's out there who are trying to maintain power, who are trying to grab hold of power through immoral acts, violent acts. There are still people on the outside of the city gates, people who are on the margins, like the shepherds, the poor, and the oppressed, people who God often comes to first. And there are people like Mary, people who possess a great truth, people who have a story to tell, but find that people judge them with eyes of hesitancy and distrust, even disdain. The Christmas story is one that resonates with all of us. And it especially reaches those of us who are waiting or feel like we are waiting in darkness. For those of us who feel like there is no hope left. Those of us who are waiting for a great light to bring salvation and healing. This year we celebrate the gift of light that entered into the world that came in the form of a vulnerable, not sword-wielding, Christ child. And we celebrate this light of hope because it's so important. It gives us something to look forward to. And of course, in many ways, we also, I think, are now celebrating another light 
that we find this Christmas season also that seems to have broken through this 2020 fog. And we give thanks, of course, and celebrate those who are making this light a reality, those researchers and doctors who have now created the means to open up a new year of anticipation, a year that will free us from fear, fear that this pandemic has caused. This year, we have turned our houses or dwelling places into offices. We've turned them into schoolrooms. We've turned them into houses of worship. And we've turned them into so much more than what they were intended to be. Some of it has worked. Some of it's worked. But other parts of it have left us feeling weary and tired. And understandably so, right? But if there's one takeaway, I think it's that we've realized some things have to change right? Some things have to change. No longer are the old ways necessarily viable. If hope, if love, if peace, and if joy are to prevail, then things have to change. They have to. And isn't that why God sent and continues to send people to proclaim the life light, the life-giving light? who came to us in an infant lowly, who in their birth proclaimed a countercultural way of life. As this year comes to a close, I can't help but find an odd sense of comfort from the story of Christ's birth. I don't know about you. Perhaps you have as well. Usually we'd be celebrating Christmas with family, with friends. We'd be having large parties and other gatherings. Yet this year, we discover that we are in our own little manger scene. We may be alone, but we are still in the presence of a light so bright it gives us hope. Because it's hope so bright that it's for the entire world. I think there's something poetic about that. There's something poetic about that, I think. Even though I know this year has been difficult, difficult for so many of our neighbors and friends, something is refreshing to hear and experience the birth of Christ in this new season. It's not the Hallmark movie version of Christmas that we've come to expect, but it's the messy, it's the chaotic, it's the love-filled, hopeful, not-so-silent night where Jesus made his entrance as love incarnate and brought light into our darkened world. This Christmas Eve, we talk about the light of Christ. We give thanks that love so divine would enter into our world. 
So why don't we take the steps necessary for making that love a reality outside of Christmas? Why do we only look forward to this love, this transformational way of living once a year? Why don't we take the steps necessary to make it a reality? Why don't we take the steps needed for us to build on the hope, the peace and joy and love that Christ brought to all humankind? Because we could all use a little more light in our lives. But if all we ever do is talk about light and never take action, then nothing is going to change. If our celebration of the birth of Christ remains only a celebration, we've missed the mark. So this Christmas and from now on, why don't we do something to be that light that is needed in our communities, a light that was brought to us this Christmas Eve? I don't know about you, but I, I do think we all need a little more light, especially when you look around and you see so much disparaging things going on the internet. I remind myself that as sad as it makes me feel seeing how we treat one another, especially online, it's clear, or that it's a clear reminder of just how anxious we all are feeling. I don't doubt that there are dashes and pinches of anger or malice behind some of these comments, but it's clear that we are all feeling something, whether it be hopelessness, loss, or disappointment. Perhaps in those moments, before we write a disparaging word or say something we would regret saying, we should turn towards the Christ child and remember that love came in such an innocent and vulnerable form. Maybe then our hearts can better understand the pain of someone else. Our hearts can better relate to how they're feeling. Perhaps then we could take a step back and breathe to bask in the life giving light of God. We can be the light we all need. If instead of lashing out in the comment sections of articles on Facebook or other posts, what have you, that if instead of doing that, we acknowledge that we are all wrestling with a lot, especially this year. This Christmas season we heard the story of all the women and men who God had called before the birth of Christ and the people God continues to call, the women and men who are called to be bearers of the life and love that this infant embodies. I think that this Christmas season, we should focus on that. We should focus on what we can do to bring what we cherish this Christmas season and turn it into a reality. Because in the moments when we feel like there is no light, no hope, all we have to do is look and be reminded of the life, light, 
that has already entered into the world. We can be such a beacon of hope and love and light. It could be in a smile. It could be in a picturesque scene or in witnessing a random act of kindness that inspires us to carry the Christmas hope, peace, love, and joy with us throughout the year. But let us do something this Christmas. Let's make a promise, not just to ourselves and to God, but to one another as well, that after this season has passed, once the decorations come down, the music stops playing on the radio, that we will not stop striving. Striving to live out this great gift of love and light. Because we're all hurting. And we're all in need of a little light, a little healing. Thanks again for listening, and we will hold you in prayer as we head into a new week. If you'd like to learn more about our church and ministry, or if you'd like to learn how you can support us, you can visit our website at mayopacchurch.org. Until next week, God bless.